Hello, this is Erica, editor of Sold Magazine, and this is episode number 65 of In the Spray Room, Sold's weekly podcast, where we sit down with the best and brightest artists getting up on the streets today. We interview them here in a more relaxed environment in order to bring out the lighter side of these artists. You can find us on all major platforms and our daily dose of content. Check us out on soldmagny.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at soldmag. Today's crew consists of myself, Bike Girl. Hola. And Big Ronnie. Hello, everybody. But before we introduce our special guest, Big Ronnie, tell us what's going on. Did you say this is episode 65? Yes. So we're retirement age? So I can start kicking back and relaxing? Mm. I'm just waiting for the monthly check. Yeah. I'm yeah. A, we're a few years away from that. <laughs> but 65 full-length episodes. Yes. Congratulations to the team. Congratulations to the artists that have made it to Bay Ridge. <laughs> Trekked away all the way out here. Come on out. And we're looking forward to a really exciting and busy 2020 season. We will be at the festivals. We will be at the shows. We will be at the art fairs. We will be covering what's going on. So let's talk about what's going on. Uh, this week, the whole week, Queen's Art Collective and Turtle Caps. What's up, Turt? Uh, they are throwing events every single day, Monday and Tuesday at 198 Allen. There'll be a group show. Wednesday, also uh, 198 Allen all week. Wednesday is a below-key pop-up. Thursday through Sunday is a group show, so come on out, see those guys, see the space. Did anybody? Did somebody tell me that space is going away? One day, Needy Allen won't be much longer. I think this is the uh, the grand grand the grand swan grand song. I, the swan I, th- song. I, I I that's what I heard. So uh, come on out, pick up some art, pick up some original work, support the artists that you like. Uh, come on out, say hello, tell them how much you appreciate it, and we'll see you at One Ninety Eight Allen this week. Other than that. It is, we just set the clocks ahead two nights ago. It is spring. The R- RWK show uh, is always one of the uh, telltale signs of uh, spring success. coming. There were red dots flying yep. over, over everything. I think all the bags were sold out, too. He uh, but does. the, the show mean, he is usually, he usually does pretty close to an absolute yeah, the show wall-to-wall is still, still up, out. and I think you can maybe there might be a few more pieces hanging on the walls, but. Uh, well, let's get to our special guest today. Another thing, another exciting thing that happened this weekend. Uh, the, Steve's wall got repainted. Yes, that by got, this got artist. Finished. Yes. And now I'm going to throw a little bit of a preface. <clears throat> this was one of those artists years ago that when I saw their work traveling around the city as it is wont to do, mm-hmm. I always loved it. I always pulled out my phone. I always took pictures. It was always animals and dreams and water and flowy and i just absolutely loved it so i'm very excited today to talk to herb animal hello well, hello hello welcome to the podcast welcome. thank you thank you is he our first italian oh, italy on. italian italy italian <laughs> he may possibly i think be. so i mean obviously there's a new york italian thing yeah. real strong right most yes, people yes. have a little bit of italian pumping somewhere <laughs> but i think so I can't. I'm trying to think of the other Italian artists I know, and we've Somebody's not sat down. With you are the first. Oh wow! You're the first. What an honor! Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Good to so, know. tell us a little bit about yourself, and tell the the listeners uh, how you got your start. Okay. Uh, first of all, I'm not uh, 100% Italian, <laughs> even though I have an Italian accent. I grew up in Italy, but I was born uh, in uh, Denmark. 
Uh, I also lived in Denmark um, by the age of uh, between 15 to 20 years old, even though be prior to that I would always go and visit my family, spend Christmas. So, yeah, I'm a half Italian, half Danish. Um, but I came into New York in a very young age, uh, by 20 years old. The reason wasn't the art, was for a girl, and the things developed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I always fell in love uh, with this city also because I grew up painting graffiti in Denmark. That's where I met um, graffiti. And back then I was doing, like graffiti writers do. Um, what did you write? Um, b back then, uh, M. U. N. O. And um, yes, uh, there was uh, pure graffiti. But then, uh, by the age of twenty years old, uh, I moved back to Italy and I went to Florence. And uh, from there, I was um, doing my graphic design uh, degree, and that's when I start to meet the art on a different level. And I start to explore using the brush and not the spray can, actually, the, and the spray can together. And um, and like that, I started to to develop, yeah. But yeah, originally I'm half Italian, half Danish. Now I don't want to go too far. <laughs> well, that's a great mix because, I mean, that's probably as bad as diverse as you can get in Europe, isn't it? Yes, it's basically <laughs> black and white, uh, the contrast. Uh, North Europe, uh, beside the weather, um, is very uh, clean, uh, uh, squarish uh, in terms of uh, design matter and it could also be also the country is very clean it's very systematic uh, where South Europe is more uh, decorative uh, roundish um, more spoon yeah so what is the graf what is the graffiti scene like in Denmark um, I think it's a very nice uh, scene um, Right now, as I see it, there is a, a part where there is uh, writers who keep uh, still the same uh, style as it used to be back then, the 80s uh, look uh, with the character, the comic feel to it. And then there is also the another part where they're trying to be, where they're more experimental. I see more geometry. Um, minimal. Minimal, correct, mm -hmm. and uh, abstract feel to it. Mm -hmm. So uh, there is this true diversity. No, we actually, there's a writer here in New York, originally from Copenhagen, Soten. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He he paints with hoax in the TMR ah, okay. and Forge Crew all the time. Okay. And I notice he's got a very clean style. Uh, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. That's uh, very much uh, Scandinavian, North Europe, um, very clean, yeah. Um, but you, you can also tell when uh, you go there by looking at the architecture and walking on the street and... So that, that's the feel. Is there any different in, difference in the public perception of the art? Is it harder to paint there illegally than other places because it is cleaner? First of all, uh, um, the city uh, is not uh, as big as uh, New York City, so um, there you can find places, for example, bicycle tunnels. It's very common in Denmark. Because since it's a bicycle country, there are bicycle roads. So these tunnels are very easy to paint, which also allows you to have your uh, piece many years uh, up. And uh, so I would say, yes, also abandon, uh, abandoned buildings. Um, so, yeah, there is. Uh, but I think in general talking, when you live in a smaller uh, city, it's easier to go out and paint uh, illegally and semi-illegally. Compare being in your city, which is very hard to find uh, walls because there is a store after the other one. 
So that's what makes the difference. Did you ever paint trains? Yes, in yes, yes. Um, I painted a train actually last year, and uh, <laughs> uh, now my city got easier to paint the trains uh, uh, compared to 15 year, years before. Apparently, my friends are saying that uh, now the city is investing uh, to develop the city, so they're not using so much money to clean uh, the train right now. So there is a, a good scene right now. You know, it's funny. There's a there's a resurgence of uh, full cars being bombed. Yeah. These days, yeah. and you know, the MTA takes them out of service as soon as they see them. But that's not the point. They got the picture. Exactly. It was done. Exactly. Exactly. Especially for European, it's very uh, important to have a piece of uh, on a New York uh, train. It's just like back to the roots kind of feel. You know. Now, how how did you? Uh, w- let me ask it differently. How old were you when you moved to Italy? First, I was born in Denmark and I moved a few months after to Italy. Uh, technically, uh, my family, they were living in Italy. They just want to let me uh, be born in Denmark. Got it. And then a few months after, uh, we just returned back to Italy. So Got it. That's the story. So the majority of your adolescent bombing was in Italy. No, I started as a 15 years old, and that's when I moved to Denmark. Ah. That's where I met graffiti in Denmark. Now, was it, remember, ladies, when we interviewed Ruben415 last year at Moniker, he yeah. said he got his entire exposure to the culture and his start just from watching Wildstyle on TV when it came on TV at the time. Yeah. What, what was it that, that drew you in? Where did you first see it and say, whoa, I have to, I have to be a part of that? It happened uh, randomly because uh, when I uh, when I moved there, I had two friends uh, who uh, I started to play basketball with. I never played basketball before. I was playing soccer, but uh, hey, why not? So started to play uh, basketball, and um, one of uh, uh, my friends uh, was into hip-hop, and uh, he made graffiti in his room. I never saw that before. And uh, he had this idea to go out and paint a bicycle tunnel at night time. So the plan was uh, we go out and sleep uh, in a tent. We say to our parents, okay, I sleep at your place, you sleep at mine. But <laughs> yeah, we do that here too. And I think, that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's universal. And I think that was pretty cool. So I said, uh, okay, let me come too. Because originally there was uh, my friend and the other friend that had to paint. So I just came, came because I liked the adventure. And um, when we got there to the bicycle tunnel, I helped my friend to, to paint, to fill out and... That's when they started. Um, the um, the world the world the interest of uh, painting. Yeah. Where did you get your paint? At the beginning, I mean, uh, at the very very beginning, there was uh, hardware stores. Um, then uh, little like uh, later on, we find out uh, the better brands because then we started to meet other graffiti writers. We went to see. Uh, when they were painting, we saw what we were using, so we got familiar, but we were very young, yeah. Who who was the first writer that you met after you started? Someone that you became friendly with? Oh, there were so many at my age, but uh, when you ask me a writer, so I'm thinking uh, someone that I was looking up to, and the first time I saw a writer painting was ISO, which he still paints, and uh, I still really like uh, his work. He's one of uh, who inspired me back then, and still now too. When I look at his work, I S O E, yeah, I saw. Yeah. 
ISOE. Well, so I want to kind of go the, the the tradition of of painting on trains is is to you know paint on something that's then going to go and and your name is is going to travel and and that's as opposed to being in a stagnant spot. And so I want to uh, kind of fast forward to you're living in New York and as opposed to painting on trains, you started painting boxcars. How did that happen? Trucks. How did Box, box trucks. trucks. What did I say? Box cars. Box cars. cars. Oh, that's not what I meant. <laughs> yeah, I meant. She's still on the train. Trucks. Trucks. Yeah. <laughs> they have wheels. Yeah. <laughs> um, so how did? Because that's like a you know that's a, a New York City uh, a mobile. You know. I'm pretty sure Erica jumped out of the car one day with her camera to take a picture of one oh, of your trucks I, that was facing the wrong way at the light and she oh, couldn't I've get the angle, so she had or, to get out. Or run down Absolutely. the street, or run down the street to try to catch it. Yeah, like you're yeah. supposed to be going left and, and you hang a right because I've seen you know, I'm trying to get it. We're so used to we're so used to chasing artists working on walls mm. that when you see yeah, it flying by there. you instead of you flying by it, uh-huh. it's <laughs> fun. It's so, a lot of fun. So I like the box trucks. How did how did you get in? involved in that. Um, it was a, it was a, an idea because uh, I was uh, at home painting painting and uh, I missed the fact of uh, have my work uh, on the street so I had to find a, a way um, since uh, at, the, at the same time I wasn't planning to paint uh, a quick one at the corner of a street I wanted to create like some quality work without being dead rushed to without uh, risking since also my status here in the United States I will be kicked out right away (laughs) (laughs) Um, so um, there was the trucks Um, I was looking at these trucks uh, destroyed Uh, I saw these owners they didn't really care about them so the idea came uh, why not ask them Uh, Mm -hmm. approach them and um, and explain them I can make something more beautiful than just these doodles and um, and it started like that, and uh, from one, uh, it referred to another one, and uh, things develop uh, like that. But it was just simply an idea to uh, show my works. What advice would you give to young artists today that were approaching someone to try and get their artwork on their private property? I'm sure it's a, it's a, can be a dicey conversation. Yes. Um, I think it comes down to the end uh, of um, the energy the other person uh, received from you. Um, and I think uh, sooner or later you'll 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 find the person um, who you can match. I think it's like in life too. You meet some people you don't get along, and some people you don't. And it's the energy you, the way you approach them. And it's so, the same um, as walking into the store. We've heard that story from a lot of people. Like I want to get a wall. Well, you know, just look at all the graffiti on the side of that deli. I'm going to go in and, and see if this guy wants yeah, to uh, try cover to it ex- up. Explain them because uh, to me, um, many often they ask me, uh, how much do you want? Uh, and I said, it wasn't for the money and uh, they felt weird about it. And um, many of them, they didn't contact me. So it was very strange. And I tried to explain them. It's my pleasure. It's to paint and uh, to have my work uh, around uh, in New York. Um, so yeah, some of them couldn't understand that. They um, thought it would have been bad. <laughs> or maybe he <laughs> just wants to give it. Yeah, away maybe for I will create a lawsuit to sue them after. I don't. Oh uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, yeah, it was weird. They couldn't understand why it was for free. They're old men. 
Unless you can show them how you're going to make them money or at least save them money, they really don't have time to talk to you. Yeah, business people. Not yeah. old men, business people. Business so people, I, I yeah. get to, eh, I get to dismissive with a deal very quickly. Yeah. And I, so did you get more, uh, uh, did you get a better response when you actually gave owners a price? No, because uh, I didn't give a price because mm-hmm. I repeated to say it was for free. But um, in my experience uh, with these uh, box trucks drivers, there are like different category of uh, companies. And uh, so um, the ones that uh, really gave me support was uh, like the West Indies, the African-American. They really liked uh, the idea of making art and those are the ones who uh, still contact me and letting me know that another one is interested. So <laughs> I have my couple of guys who That's are great. Support. Yeah. So are we going to yeah. see some new trucks? I look for, uh, I'm planning to this year. Uh, for the past uh, one and a half year, I haven't been active that much. Um, just been working too much to, to survive. But this year uh, is the year to me that I'm looks like that yeah i can yeah. be more active because yeah, please let us know we'd love to come out and shoot you while you're working on them okay i and will plus definitely we'd love to know that when you've done some so we can be looking out for them on the streets ah thank definitely. you yes okay so, so where does herb animal come from what is it what is the what is the idea behind the name and what are you trying to do with it the idea urban animal, uh, it's uh, this animal that's like a synonymous uh, to uh, be spontaneous yourself, uh, organic in a strong, uh, hard uh, urban environment. Try to uh, remain um, yourself, don't be so much influenced and uh, have faith and be at the same time focused um, in a tough environment. So something crunchy and soft in the inside. Mm. It w- oh, he's bringing it around to food, right? <laughs> I heard well, that. Uh, before, we get to, before we get to food, though, I was thinking, you know, we were talking to Butts Up last week, and he was talking about his graffiti and how at some point he dropped the letters and just focused on the character. At what point did you stop doing graffiti and decided that these animals, and also, like, I, I kind of am thinking about the animals and you your work does kind of remind me of Denton Burroughs too in the way that that everything connects and and intertwines like it's um and not necessarily this one that you did with Steve's but in in um other trucks that I've seen there it's it's all kind of intricate yeah it's not like one animal it's Mm. all weaves weaves together in a way um first of all uh these trucks uh, um I painted with a brush because uh, I wanted to make sure at the same day uh, I will be able to finish the side, uh, take a picture before it gets dark. So everything was um, made on a rush. Um, the reason why uh, I came in with these works, I tried to be to simplify the, uh, a vision that uh, I would like to develop more mm-hmm. once I find more uh, peace and time, hopefully this year. So... Um, it was a kind of like a, um, I wanted to give the feel of a hypnotic, uh, repetitive feel, mm-hmm. um, because it is also the the feel of the city. Sometimes that uh, when you have to work to survive, uh, have to work a lot, so days goes by, so you become like hypnotic, uh, repetitive pattern. And, uh, so I wanted to create that uh, kind of uh, optical illusion uh, feel. 
because that's what I been often feel like here in the in the city when you have to pay the bills, you gotta work. So, so you come in that uh, automatic pilot mood. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to create that. Um, yeah. That so feel. you're trying to break from the mundane. You're trying to break people out of their everyday routines with your own type of repetitive positivity mm-hmm. rather than tasks and stress and bills and. I express uh, that feel that you have when uh, when you go into the routine uh, on the work by repeating uh, uh, and do this symmetry. So you kind of get, get lost. Got it. That's cool. Yeah. Thank you. I would like to develop more, um, but that is the intention, yeah. All right. We talked about food. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Back to the What is the number one food you miss? From the two countries you lived in before you came here? Okay. And what is your favorite food in New York? Okay. Wow. All right. What I miss uh, from my uh, hometown in Italy, now that you ask me, I would say uh, rabbit with polenta. Mm, red sauce. Mm, yep. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and uh, from uh, my hometown in Denmark is uh, the um, meatballs with the potatoes and the brown sauce. Oh, <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yes. That makes you want to go to Ikea. Ikea. You want to go to Ikea. <laughs> Absolutely. Although, it's slightly better. Yeah, oh, I'm sure it's much I'm better. I'm sure, exactly. I mean, Ikea is Swedish after all, not Danish. So there's that. Yeah, but it's similar. Yeah. But. And in uh, New York... Uh, I would say ramen. I got to discover the mm. ramen here in New York. So, ramen. so what's your favorite ramen place? The ones that I have tried, I stick to the one on uh, 7th Avenue across the street, 7th, Ave- 7th Avenue and Bleecker Street across the street from Caliente Cap. There is this place, um, yellow sign, Tumka, something like that. That we were just I, that I think it's very good. Not yeah, to, I, I, not love, to I have a goal to at some point try every ramen in the city just because there's so many. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one uh, with the time is not too salty. It doesn't have the creaminess. I don't like the creaminess. It's a nice broth and vegetables are decent. Um, yeah, I keep coming back. <laughs> what borough do you live in? I live in uh, Brooklyn. Um, it's called Leffert's uh, Garden. Yep. Okay. It's a West Indie neighborhood. Yep, other side of Prospect Park from here. Yep. Yes, uh, Southwest. So some good food there too. Oh yeah. Yes, there is. There is the, the jerk chicken with the cabbage, um, the plantains. Give me uh, oxtail, rice, and beans. All correct. Day. Yes, all the day. goat. Yes, mm. yes, <laughs> mm. yes, yes. See, we yes. can always <laughs> talk. <fish. Yeah>. Now, <coughs> have you noticed any? Well, first question is. Uh, were you selling artwork before you came to New York? I sold uh, because uh, some friends, uh, friends of friends, uh, asked me. Um, but still, until now, I'm I'm not trying uh, to to sell it because uh, the time is so little, and I'm focusing uh, more than paint and uh, go out and be my own uh, agent. Even though I have the ambition to, once I found the time. But right now, I'm, it's more important for me to to paint and uh, develop and so walls, not 
customers. You need to you want to get your art, art your art out there rather than attract new customers to buy it. You want people to see it. I'm actually doing both because uh, I'm doing the trucks where exactly what you're saying that uh, people get to see it. But at home, I I have my canvases, my works that uh, are there. I have um, well, I have many paintings that uh, are still there that I'm working on and are finished. But um, I haven't put myself together to go out there and uh, create a show, Got even it. though I'm gonna be part of a group show. Um, yep, let's talk about that. It's the Out of Character Show, uh, Long Island City Arts Open. 5050 yep. 47th Avenue in Long Island City. The opening reception is April 16th from 5 to 8. You can see works from Urbanimal and other artists there. I was going to say, there's a handful of, uh, of people participating in that one. Mm. So, um, well, How many works will you have in that? I'm going to bring uh, three pieces. Cool. Yeah. So um, we'll see. The, the, the space looks very nice, the building too, and the area. There is also nice uh, street art uh, around there. Um, so yeah, we'll see. But uh, coming back uh, to the show, um, yeah, this is something else I have to work myself on. Um, what's important for me is uh, to be become better and paint and enjoy painting. See, what I've learned is no two artists will give me the same answer to that question. Are you selling or are you showing? Yeah. You know, everybody's different. Everybody has different reasons. Some people float between the two. Mm-hmm. I'm always interested in what an artist tells us of what they want to do with their work. Because it's a lot of work uh, to uh, be uh, out there uh, selling uh, your work, uh, be with the people in the environment. And uh, like I said, time is so little. You uh, must uh, be an actor. Yeah, yeah. You have to come out of sight of yourself to sell yourself. Yeah, and uh, at the end of the day, the time is so little, I'd rather spend it on painting. And at the same time, uh, I paint, I'm not planning to be rich because if I wanted to be rich, I would not be an artist, I think. I you probably wouldn't be living in New York. <laughs> in <laughs> reality, <laughs> what would the other career have been? Maybe cook. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Maybe cook. <laughs> yeah. That sounds good to me. Well, it's an art form in itself. I, sure. Yeah, exactly. I I'm mean, it, the, a beautiful plate <clears> is, <throat> as, is as important as a beautiful canvas. Yeah. Now's the part in the podcast where Audrey asks her favorite question. Yes. So. If you were able to collaborate with any artists, living yeah. or dead, what would be your dream collaboration? I mean, is there an artist that has influenced you that's no longer with us that you would love to have had a chance to work with? And who's out there on the streets today that you would love to have a chance to work with? Or do you even like to do collaboration? That's a two-part question. <laughs> it's a multi-part question. Wow, a good question. It took me off guard. Um, <laughs> See, I think I could uh, collaborate uh, with um, all kinds of artists. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm open uh, to that. Um, so maybe I will go with uh, the one who is missing because they're not here. Now, what can I say? Keith Haring. That's always a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been, I can't imagine what it would have been like to actually be with him and go out and hit the trains and everything during that era. Mm. Have you collaborated on a truck with anyone? Have you? 
No, uh, kind of because um, I painted a truck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I got one side, and uh, Dennis uh, Sen uh, got the other side because he, that truck he got the truck. You, I you was were the two say people. The two well, yeah, you yeah. guys. Favorite, uh, I, if I'm not trucks. mistaken, I actually have a piece of your art that I bought out of the back of a truck on. I think it was yes. Broadway one day. Ah, yeah, remember yes. yes. when wow. Sen did the sitting, show? Yes. and Ronnie was sitting on. I the was sitting ground. on the side drawing yes. stickers. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. That yeah. was got to be I think that's another three years thing ago, that four needs years to ago. be done again because I like this idea of a mobile pop-up with your art out of the back of your trucks. I think that would be brilliant for you guys to I do love that it. Again. That was a great idea. Yes. Um, we were also surprised about the reaction that the people came, uh, even though we came a half hour uh, late because we got stuff in traffic. But, uh, yeah, it happened, and uh, well, we, we were satisfied. It's a time in New York. <laughs> <laughs> for, our, for my two cents, please do that again. Yes, I should talk to Sin. Uh, and with some Hi, other Dennis artists and too. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And hello to Sind and uh, Maria. Hi guys. Yes. Miss Hi you. guys. <laughs> but you and you and Sind are are the two people I say. I mean, uh, Zero's got some box trucks out there. Mm-hmm. And well, yeah, and, they've well, and Chris Robots. He's done a couple now and, and then Timo, Rabbit Movers. They did one, right. There's a few, but yeah. I think of I think you and Sind and probably Buff have had the one. most. Yeah, the most. A lot of people have one or two trucks, and you have an entire fleet. Even Damian Mitchell did that. That really great truck. Have you seen Damian Mitchell's truck? Where the he also did a Bob Ross truck. Damian Mitchell did. Yes, he did one where like the hands are like like he's uh, face is squished inside. It's running around. Is he still in Australia? I think. Yeah, I think think he's still back. I think he's still down under. No, I didn't see that one. But yeah, I would say, uh, send and. Herb animal, or the uh, the top, the mobile, truck. yeah, mobile giants. <laughs> yeah, Sin got to make some nice trucks lately. I see. Well, before we let you go, we hit a half an hour already. That was really quick. I'm shocked. <laughs> uh, that was fast and fun. But before we let you go, please tell our listeners where they can find you online, your website, your Instagram, things like that. Okay, the Instagram it's uh, Herb Animal U R B animal and uh, the website is uh, the same dot org and uh, you can see my uh, uh, canvases some trucks some uh, graphic design and some biography awesome (laughs) what's the date on the show coming up again you can see herb animals work at the lic arts open april 16th 5 to 8 50 50 47th avenue in lic what's the date on that again april 16th Mm. So right after taxes, you got that tax refund. Come spend it on art. <laughs> it's it's our anniversary. <laughs> oh. That was why I was. <laughs> well, thank you very much for coming in. Thank this you so much chat. for having me. We appreciate me. it. Look forward to seeing you out there this year. Uh, keep us posted when you're painting. We'd love to come and cover it. I will. I will. I will. And we are sold out with Herb Animal. <laughs>